Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Bible Catholic Show. In this week's episode, I'm going to answer the question, is unity between Catholic and Orthodox possible in regards to the filioque? Alright, so this week's episode kind of piggybacks on last week's. In last week's episode, I talked about the filioque, that controversial phrase in the creed that says that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. You know, I talked about its origins. This week, I want to talk about its formulation and if if the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church can kind of get beyond the filioque clause for the cause, for the sake of unity. So that's what we're going to talk about today. <clears throat> okay, so the filioque has had its share of controversy. I mean, and this, like I said last week, let's just take a look at history to see how it played out. Um, Orthodox Church broke away from Rome because of it. Both sides held, and they still do. They hold strong to the formulations that they profess. Now it's important to understand what was happening at the time at the time that the creed of the Council of Constantinople was being developed. You know, there were teachings being spread through the known world saying that Christ was not divine, and others spreading that were denying the divinity of the Holy Spirit. The church was struggling to define the mystery of the Trinity. Now knowing what was happening helps to add context to the filioque controversy and the formulations that the two churches hold to. The Orthodox state that their formulation is faithful to that from the Council of Constantinople. The Catholic Church says that the Filioque Clause is also faithful, and was added when the Greek was translated into the Latin, and first appeared in a translation issued by the Council of Toledo in 589. In fact, many of the Latin fathers argued that the clause was no different than that was it was no different than what was already in use from the Council of Constantinople. So does formulation matter? Now, it does in certain conditions, absolutely. Uh, but there must be a consideration of what terms mean on each side of the equation. This will help open communication to get a better dialogue. Now, in the end, the best formulation is that which is most faithful to sacred scripture and sacred tradition. Now, my personal opinion, I think um, the Catholic Church has the best formulation. Um, that's because all the verses in sacred scripture regarding the Holy Spirit, procession of the Holy Spirit, are considered. And also the early church fathers, uh, the wording from them matches the filioque more closely. Now, when I say this, it doesn't mean I'm saying that the Orthodox are wrong. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that they're wrong at all. Because in a way, both sides are saying the same thing, just differently. Now, there's been a lot of progress between the Western and Eastern churches regarding the filioque. The two churches are closer than ever in being united on this issue that's caused division for so long. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that within my lifetime, we're going to see that unity. It's my opinion that the filioque should no longer be a hindrance to
to unity between the two churches. And many Orthodox bishops are starting to to say the same. Uh, One example is Bishop Callistos Ware, who states, I now believe, after further study, that the problem is more in the area of semantics and different emphasis than in any basic doctrinal differences. So should the two sides compromise their stances for the sake of unity? That's an interesting question. My opinion, I don't think that's the best option, uh, because there's a matter of conscience to be concerned with. Now, there should be much more open dialogue, and thank God we've seen this increase in recent years. And moreover, a compromise may not even be needed. Now, within the Catholic Church, there's already several Eastern churches that are already in union with Rome. And many, if not all, profess a version of the Creed that does not contain the filioque. Now, perhaps this can be an option to further the cause of unity. To allow the Orthodox churches to maintain their identity as the creed they profess now is still one that's already authorized to be said in the Eastern Rites of the Catholic Church. Now, the difference between the Eastern Catholic Churches and the Orthodox is that the Eastern Catholic Churches believe that the filioque is true. That's the kicker. And this gets back to the main point of dialogue that I stated earlier. Because in some cases, like Bishop Calisus Ware said, it's a case of semantics. Words that perhaps have changed meaning over time that meant, the, that meant one thing in one area and something in another, but maybe mean the same today. Such it is with the phrase with the filioque and the orthodox usage of the Father through the Son. In each case, the Holy Spirit proceeds from both. Though, an oversim- Though this may be an oversimplification, it brings up a valid point. Both sides have said that each says essentially the same thing. But there are still small nuances that still cause the division. You see, these can be worked out if both sides continue to seek further understanding with one another. And perhaps local synods with Catholics and Orthodox bishops will help push the cause forward. And this will further dialogue and keep travel expenses lower, you know, instead of everyone going to Rome or Istanbul. Anyway, guys, that's my take on if unity is possible between the Orthodox and Catholic churches. I definitely think it's possible. We're closer than ever to unity. We need to pray, all of us, not just Catholics, all Christians, we need to pray for that unity so we can fulfill Jesus' high priestly prayer in John chapter 17. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Bible Catholic Show. Please visit my website, williamhemsworth.com. And if you want to support the cause, visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash williamhemsworth. Other than that, guys, thank you for joining me each and every week. God bless you. And Merry, well, Happy Advent and Merry Christmas as well. God bless.